Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 163. This week's message is to the elders and the flock. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining in for yet another blissful, encouraging message from the words of God. As always, I'm very thankful and I am humbled that you take your time out to be receiveth of the weekly podcasts that come forth uh, within a content of encouragement from God's word. There's so much going on in the world. There's a lot of influences that could lead you in directions that are not that of God, that are not that of spiritual holiness, that are not that of the presence of God, the, 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 the encouragement, the motivation, the refueling, refueling strength of that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, and also Finally, but not least, the the knowledgeable wisdom of that of thy Heavenly Father. There's a lot of influences and there's a lot of things that are taking place around the world that can get us in a mindset that all all hope is lost, that there is no. That there is no salvation, that there is no eternal life, that there is no kingdom. And that heaven does not exist. And you will begin to ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I living my life the way that I'm living it in hopes of and expectations of there being this wonderful final resting place? And it isn't that of hope. It isn't that through the word of God that we base this expectations on. And we may have had witnesses. You know, people who have witnessed things take place and we ourselves may have certain things that have happened in our lives that cause us to hold on so strongly into that of our faith. Um, and to be quite honest with you, my brothers and sisters. But the things that are taking place in the world. <laughs> um, we look for we 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 look for that. That one thing that we can brace on to, you know, that we can embrace ourselves in and, and, and have hope in. And that hope, my brothers and sisters, is Christ, that of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. And the eternal rest that, you know, that internal salvation that he promised unto us. You know, when he said that I leave, he said, where I go, you, you cannot go with me. He said, you do not know where I go. He said, but I, said, I tell you this. He said, in my father's kingdom, there's many mansions, many rooms. Okay. I go to prepare a place for you. So there, when I come back, you can go with me. Now, that's not exactly what the word says, letter by letter, but that's paraphrasing it just to simply say, he has said that. Where I am going is to my father's kingdom in my father's house in my, and it's a mansion. He says a mansion of many rooms, many, many that 
It's an abundant. It's never ending. He says, where I go, he said, I go to prepare a place for you so that upon my return, you shall go with me. Now, I will say this, my brothers and sisters. I will say this. In light of everything that has been taking place and the things that have been going on in the world and with my life experience up until this point, up until this time in my life's journey, where I'm at right now, the age that I'm at, the situation and everything that's going on and, you know, situations that's going on in my life, I will be honest with you. I am truly in that of hope and whatever exciting expectations that truthfully there's a kingdom awaiting for me that I have a room and that of my father's mansion you see what I'm saying now I'll I'll be the first one to say my life ain't been all that great my life has not been always upright or righteous before God and I have areas or I have an area or, you know however you want to frame it or however you want to title it I have some shortcomings or a shortcoming in my life that I know that right now if the day of judgment was right at this moment could I truly say that I'm going to heaven now whether it be a thought whether it be something in my heart towards another or whether it be something of an action or sin in that of my fleshly deeds, my brothers and sisters, I will honestly say that I fall short. Now, that's me judging myself, which I feel that is what God wants us to do at times, is take time to sit and judge ourselves and say, wait a minute, are we worthy? You know, I remember the time sitting there doing communion. And I remember Bishop speaking of certain things and then quoting the word of God. And I, I do remember him saying that, you know, this is a time to really take and analyze yourself where you at and ask yourself, am I whole? Am I upright with God? Now, let me say this real quick. I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot by me saying this right now. And by me coming with this, I'm not trying to um, entice you or, or trying to uh, uh, bring forth deceit or do any kind of deceitfulness to, 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 to get you to be afraid so that you will just run quickly and, say, and, and, you know, ask for forgiveness and all. No, no, that's not my reason for doing it. I'm speaking on this because this is what has come to me. This is what has been laid on my heart this morning. This is what is, is coming forth at this moment. And this is also what has been on my mind from time to time. And that's because I've dealt with some things in my life. And like I so and like I say every now and then is what I relate to you what I share with you during these podcast episodes is that of my life. And I will share with you 
some things that have taken place in my life. I will share with you some experiences. I will share with you some thoughts. I will share with you some tears, some moaning, some, you you. I, I will share with you. So right now I'm sharing with you, and this is my thoughts. And I do remember that the word says, be not dismayed. And, and once again, I'm paraphrasing. But basically the word is telling us that we're not alone. As brothers and sisters in Christ, as children of God, as, as true believers, we're not alone. Go through some things and think that we, we're the only ones suffering. We're the only ones having to deal with some of the things that take place in our lives, you know. Or uh, we're, we're, we're battling against some things in our flesh and we think we're the only ones that are battling against things in our flesh. You know, we got thoughts in our minds and we think that we're the only ones that have these thoughts. You know, we have urges and we think we're the only ones that have that have these urges or have urges at all. You know, and we think that we're the only ones that have these acts of, 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 of sinful deeds that, you know, that our flesh partakes of. But my brothers and sisters, I'm trying to tell you right here and now, you're not alone. You're not alone in none of that. You feel what I'm saying? Because just as you are human, you look yourself in the mirror. Trust me. There's another brother or sister that's looking themselves in the mirror and like, why am I dealing with this? Why am I not able to lay this down? I've laid everything down in my life before God and not walked away and picked it up. I've laid it down at the foot of Christ. Well, my brothers and sisters, like I say, don't. Don't allow yourself to get in that mindset that you are alone on this life's journey as a Christian, as a disciple of Christ. Because when you allow yourself to get in that mindset, then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go through life thinking that everything you do, you're doing by yourself. That you have no guidance, there's no comfort, there's no, there's no one to comfort you, there's no refuge. There's no protection. There, there's, 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 you're not going to experience any joy. And you're not going to have any peace. But my brothers and sisters, when you begin to realize that you are not the only one in that of the body of Christ that is going through, that is suffering, that is dealing with some things, that are having circumstance after circumstance piled up against you, bringing forth situations and having life issues that are twirling you this way and twirling you that way and it seems like every time when you get the breath to just inhale you know you feel like you're under attack again you are not the only one that's going through you cannot always analyze or judge someone's life by what you see with your carnalness of that of vision and that of discerning because people can be going through hell but they can betray blessfulness. You see what I'm saying? People can be literally having their life drugged through the mud. Through the muck and the mire. They can be, I mean, they could be what to them may seem like the very pits of hell. But what they have done is they have made a commitment and they have said, I will not allow what is taking place in my life to judge me or to, to, to dictate 
how I'm going to live my life. To dictate whether I'm going to be happy. To dictate whether I'm going to be full of joy. To dictate me being able to do what I need to do to be in peacefulness. To be in the comfort of that of my Heavenly Father. To experience the peace of that of my Lord. To bask in the joyfulness. The read, the read, the read. Oh my God. The renewing joy of that of the Lord that comes with every breaking day. Oh my God. You might see, my brothers and sisters. A lot of people look and say, oh, you know, yeah, that's easy for you to be happy. You know, you ain't got, you ain't dealing with what I'm dealing with. That could be 100% true. That could be 100% true, my brothers and sisters. But look at it like this right here. I may not be dealing exactly with what you got going on in your life. But trust me. It's something similar. You get what I'm saying? It's going to be something similar in comparisons as it being... Heavy or being a screen of a burden upon me. Now, true. You know, you could be dealing with a loved one that just passed. I mean, I have no one in my in my family that had passed. You know, I mean, I have a loved one or a close or a really truly close dear friend that I can say I that they were family. But I still could be going through. I still could be mourning. You get what I'm saying? And I could be mourning not necessarily because I've had a loved one pass. But I could be mourning because of things going on in my life. You know, things going on with a family member. Things going on with a close friend. You know, I've been on attack and that has caused me to mourn. You know, my spirit is in mourning. My spirit is crying out. So, where, where I'm not exactly mourning because of the reason why you're mourning, I'm still mourning. You kind of get what I'm saying? So... That's basically me saying, just trying to set an example to you that although we may not always be going through the same thing, we all may not be going through the same thing simultaneously, we're still going through. We're still dealing with some issues. You get what I'm saying? So, with all this that you see taking place in the news, it's devastating. It is. You know, hearing about what's going on in, in, in Ukraine and, and seeing everything that, that, that transpires there and, you know, in all these other places and all these other countries and, you know, breaking it down, you got this going on at, in this state, you got this going on in, in this county, you got this going on in this city, you got this going on in this town, you got this going on in this community, you got this going on in this neighborhood, you got this going on and that don't happen in this household. And people are like, oh, you know, I just I thought they were the wonderful family. I didn't know this. And right in the quietest neighborhood, you got people sitting there killing each other. My brothers and sisters. I'm not going to sit here before you and say that times are not hard. I'm not going to sit here before you and say that there's not in, uh, uncertainty in the land. I'm not going to sit here and say that this senseless killing that's taking place does not have an effect. It does. And yes, we're going through some uncertainty right now. Yes, we, you know, I'm pretty sure that the government don't know what is going to be what from one second to the next. And they're doing things and trying to put things in place to try to deal with the fallout. And this is the thing. 
when you don't have something in place, then what happens is when it happens, when when a, when a fallout happens, now you're scurrying, trying to deal with it, trying to get it under control, and try to get a, get a handle on it, and trying to deal with it. And then at the same time, you're trying to put things in place, you know, just in case there'll be another fallout. So regardless of whether you're planning for whatever could come, you're constantly playing catch up. And I do believe, and this is not to speak ill of that of our governing body, you know, our governing, you know, uh, 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 entity that we have over our country. But I do truly believe that they're playing catch up. You feel what I'm saying? They're playing catch up and they're struggling and they're scrambling to try to stay ahead of what's going on in the world. What's going on in our own country. But at the same time, we're extending our hand out. To help other countries. Now. I ain't finna get into all that. I, I just wanted to use that as an example. To kind of get my point across. My brothers and sisters. Let's take a moment to where. And this is not selfish at all. This is not selfish. Think about what you got going on. Within that of your own life. For a moment. Think about what's going on in that of your own household. In your own family, your immediate family. And when I say immediate, I'm talking about your, your sons, your daughters, your wife, your husband. That's what I'm talking about. Your immediate. Okay? And, and see where you stand. See where you stand. And work to sustain that. When you are working to sustain that, I'm not saying it's going to be a whole bed of roses, as they say, or it's going to be sweet as that as is 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 apple candy or or or, or 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 whatever kind of candy. But what I am saying is that it will help you put some things in perspective. It also will help you to be able to deal with what's going on in your life and what's you know what you're about to encounter, because when you have home base taken care of. You get what I'm saying? You're going to have some peace. You're going to have some sanctum. You're going to have a sanctuary to go to. And that's the way it should be. Your home should be your sanctuary. Where you can come. And then when you're under the confinements of that of your home. You, and, 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 and that of your, your, your prayer closet. You ought to be able to come before God. And that of secret and peace. And you ought to be able to come together with your family. And pray. And cover your family. Cover your home and cover everyone and everything in that of your home. Under that of the blood of Christ. Through that of prayer, prayer and belief and faith. And that of commitment. And commitment consists of what? It consists of focus, faith and obedience. Now, let's be honest with one another. I'm going to be honest with you. We, we ain't always focused. We ain't always standing in, in steadfast in faith. And we certainly not always walking in obedience. But that's no reason to throw in the towel, to throw your soul away, to say, you know what? Well, I ain't doing that one of them three things, brother Tim. You know, I got to be honest with you. You know, I'm way off base. My faith is wavering and I, I haven't been able to stay focused since such and such happened or since so-and-so passed away. And in obedience, I got to be honest with you. You know, I don't have my moments of sin. I don't did some dirt. You know, I don't drift it. I don't backslid. Well, my brother, my sister, this is why I'm here to tell you. Do we not have a high priest 
that has paved the way for us to allow us to come before that of thy heavenly Father in that of holy humbleness, sincere unto that of our hearts, and seek repentance. Ask for forgiveness. Now, I know that you listen to the podcast and you hear me talk all the time. It's a lot of a lot of spiritual content, a lot of lot of godly word going back and forth. And I'm reading scripture. But my brothers and sisters, let me let me get you to understand something. Encouragement is the goal in all of this. To keep you encouraged day in and day out. With each day that come and each day that pass. That you be encouraged. And then along with that. That you will be able to steadfastly be motivated. And that you will always be refused. From that of the strengthening words of that of thy heavenly father. And through that of the strength of Christ. Of which we can do all things because he strengthens us. It is through that of his strength that we're able to do things that are un, that are impossible. Amen. And then knowledge. Being able to receive knowledge through that of God's word. That will help us to have an understanding of things that take place in our lives so that we can better be equipped to deal with it. Now, truthfully enough, yeah, and I've said this and you've probably heard me say it before. That this type of encouragement is not your typical encouragement. It's not your traditional encouragement. Where you hear some people say, oh man, keep your head up. Or they come along and pat you on the back and say, it's going to be alright, bro. You know, my sister's going to be okay. Or they tell you, you know, suck it up. Wipe your tears off, man, come on. It's not the worldly encouragement. This is God's encouragement. And if you allow your heart to be open, your mind to be open, to receive, to receive and then be in discerning in the spirit, you will be able to receive what is coming forth and walk in it, allowing the word to be brought forth and carried out in your life. Now we all have moments. Just like I said, we have moments and we go through some things, we deal with some stuff. We have some moments of blockage. And when I say blockage, I'm not talking about Writer's block, where you can't, you know, you just don't have any creative thoughts to bring forth any kind of creative content so that you can write, you know, finish your book or, 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 or blog for the day. No, I'm not talking about that kind of block. What I'm talking about is a spiritual block, my brothers and sisters. I'm talking about the kind of block where you, 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 you get blocked off from being in touch. You get blocked off from staying Encourage you get blocked off from being in that of the peacefulness of the Lord. You get blocked off from being in the comforts of that of thy heavenly father's bosom with his wings of refuge wrapped around you. You get blocked off. And how you get blocked off? You get blocked off because you get caught up in the situations that take place in life. And you get so caught up and so focused on them that you begin to get blocked off. You feel where I'm coming from? So I'm here today to tell you, don't get blocked off. I'm here today to tell you, stay focused. I'm here today to tell you, be steadfast in faith. I'm here today to tell you, let's all stand together 
and walk in this and in, in, in obedience. Who, my God! And let us come together as the true body of Christ. You see, we see things taking place in in one another's life, but we don't do anything. We don't do anything about it. You know, and, and, and we'll say things, well, you know, they ain't going to listen to me anyway. You know, I don't told them before about that. They, they, they ain't going to listen to me. They act like they ain't hear me. Okay. Well, the next best thing you can do, and really, truthfully, honestly, in my opinion, is one of the things you should do in the first place is pray for them. Now the word does say if we see anyone doing anything outside of that, which is the holiness of that of God, with the outside of that, what the word and commandments say, that we are to let them know we are to say something to them. Now the word does say that. And sometimes we have to stand in the mirror and say something to ourselves because we're walking out of, out of, out of that of God. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, brother. I don't have plenty of times where I look myself in the mirror. Might may not necessarily be a physical mirror, but in that of the spiritual mirror of God come on a how they say guiltiness and say wait a minute what am i doing or why did i do that or what am i about to do or why did my thoughts go that way or you know and accountability and sometimes we're not accountable we're not accountable because we don't have anyone to keep us accountable or we're trying to be accountable unto ourselves but then we're not listening to ourselves and then truly it's the question as to whether is it ourselves that we're not listening to or is it that of the holy spirit that is trying to communicate unto us that we're not listening to and i will raise my hand and say i'm guilty i'm guilty i'm guilty i've had moments of that where i didn't listen whether it been because it was a thought and then i said oh you know or it was an urge and I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit saying, no, don't you do that. Don't go there. Don't let that come. Don't let that come on you. Or whether it was a deed. And I'm like, you know what? Nah, just this one time, you know. Da, da. And I was like, oh, I know it ain't right. I know it's wrong. And, uh, you know, fighting with it. And, like, next thing I know, I find myself doing it. And then I ask myself, what the heck was that all about? My brothers and sisters. The whole point of what I'm saying right now is not to try to make you feel guilty where you're sitting up pointing a finger at yourself and blaming yourself for this and that and the other but to get you to understand that you're not alone so that you can be encouraged to submit yourself humbly before God seek guidance seek help and sometimes we say, well, you know, it's not something I can talk to somebody about. Okay, well, if you feel that way about it, then take it to God. Let God show you, let God guide you to whom or whom you can, you know, talk to. You know, to help you with what's going on in your life. And truthfully, it may be, you know, there may not be anybody that you can talk to it may be something that you want to keep between you and god and you want to rely on god to assist you in taking care of whatever it is that's going on the whole thing of what i'm saying right now my brothers and sisters is that you're not alone 
You're not alone in that of your struggles. You're not alone in that of the oppression that's coming upon you. You're not alone in the challenges that you face each and every day, every second moment of the day. You're not alone. So don't feel like you're alone and don't don't allow yourself to get caught up or get enclosed where you become all closed up and not allowing anyone in and not allowing yourself to communicate with anyone, not sharing what's going on in your mind and your heart to the point where you become blocked, blocked to where you're no longer even talking to God. You know, because in your mind, you think yourself, why bother? He ain't listening to me anyway. Obviously, he's not listening because he hasn't done anything. Maybe he's listening to more than you what you think he's listening to. And he has given you a way out, but you're not seeing it because you have gotten so caught up in what is taking place in your life. And you allow yourself to get cut off from that communication. And your focus is so much in that of the carnal discerning. That in the spiritual discerning, you're not seeing where he's giving you a way out. Where he's trying to guide you and, you know, he's got people that are there to help you. Or he's showing you what you can do. Or he's showing you his word that you can read that'll help you keep your mind focused and stayed on the Lord. It's challenging, my brothers. I'm not going to lie. It's challenging. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit right here and bring this encouragement to me to you right now at this moment. And I like it's not challenging. I like that there's no real heavy burdens or that it's like, you know, that life is not real. Life is very real. Very real. But my brothers and sisters, so is Jesus. And when you allow your mind to be set in that moment of that understanding it makes it a lot easier to be able to set yourself up to where you can deal with what's taking place through that of the comforts of that of thy heavenly father oh my god covered by the refuge of that of thy heavenly father and clothed with the peacefulness of that of thy lord and the joy the renewing joy that comes with every morning Now, is it always full of joy? No, I'm not going to sit and lie. It's not. But when you think back on these things that I just said, when you put your mind stayed on that of the Lord, guess what? He will keep you in perfect peace. That's what the word says. The Lord keeps those in perfect peace whose minds are stayed on him. So it's challenging, yes. It's very challenging. But put your mind on the Lord. You feel what I'm saying? And whatever you need to help you do that, maybe it might be a, a certain song or a hymn or something. It might be a certain scripture, you know. Or it might be a certain show that you watch and that helps you, you know, whatever. If it's spiritually, faithfully based and if it's bringing forth or reminding you of word of God, my brothers and sisters, I say utilize that. To help you to be in perfect, to help you to be stayed on that of the Lord, that you can be in perfect peace. And that you can be able to deal with what's going on in your life. Because when doing these things, what you're doing is you're releasing it and saying, I know that I can't do this. I know that within that of myself, I can't handle this. It's not possible. 
I've done everything that I can do within that of my power, my authority, and that of my ability. So I'm releasing it unto you, Lord. I'm putting it, I place it down at your throne, and I'm, I'm walking away from it. I'm not going to try to come back to it. Matter of fact, if a thought come in my mind and even think about it, I'm going to rebuke it. And I'm going to speak that I've already released it unto that thy heavenly Father. Knowing in fullness of faith that he is more than able to deal with what I have released and placed in his care. He's more than able to protect me going through whatever it is that I have released and placed in his care. And whenever a moment arises that may try to bring forth any doubt and try to get me to fellowship with doubt, I will rebuke it. And I will either do whatever it is I need to do, whether it be singing a, 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 a hymn or, you know, reciting a scripture. Or if it just be sitting and meditating on him. Just thinking, just, just picturing myself being in his presence. My brothers and sisters, whatever it takes, even if you just got to go out the door and get some fresh air and breathe for a few minutes, just take some nice, good breaths. Sit on the porch, catch some fresh air. I know it's kind of hard if you're down in Florida, any of those southern states. You know, it's kind of hard to catch that, 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 that cool breeze coming through because sometimes there ain't no cool breeze. You know, it's 900-something degrees out. But my point of what I'm saying is, brother, get to wherever it is, and my sisters, get to wherever it is that will allow you to come into that peacefulness that will allow you to be able to be in that state of mind to where you release. You feel what I'm saying? If it's a walk in the park or just go sit in the park. If you go to a beach and want to walk along the beach, <laughs> whatever it may be, that's your outlet. And don't let nobody tell you, oh man, I don't know why you sit there and listen to that I don't know why you got to go, why you, you're finna go for a walk again, huh? Yeah, you ought to try. Why don't you come go with me? Try. And see, it's going to have more benefits for you than just physical. See, a lot of people, and see, I, I come back to it, I come back to it because I'm reminded of it so much, so often. I've had someone one day when I was walking, walking on this board, walk out to this park, you know, in this particular city. And uh, they were getting ready to close the boardwalk down. And the person was walking, you know, they, they work for the city. And, you know, they see me. They see me out there quite a bit. And they say, so, you know, you're out walking again. I'll give you exercise. I say, yeah, well, I say it's more of a mental thing than it is a physical thing. And I said... Oh, I said, now, wait a minute, now. What, what did you say that again? I said, it's more of a mental thing than it is a physical thing. Meaning that, yeah, you know, people walk to get exercise, you know, to help their cardiovascular system, you know, to help their, with their heart and, you know, and, and to lose weight and things like that and kind of keep their, their joints and their body moving and stuff. You know, I'm not saying that, that I don't do it for that reason. But the point that I made at that time and the point I still make now is that at times it's more of a mental thing. It's more towards mental health and spiritual health than it is at times physical health. You feel what I'm saying? Because there's times I'm dealing with some things, I'm coping with some stuff. So I'll be, okay, in my spirit, I say, let me go, let me go out and go for a walk. And, and that helps me to free up the, that heaviness. And get my mind re-centered back on that old, on, on God and get and get myself, you know, 
back into a spiritual strength of where I need to be and ready to deal with what's going to come forth. And see, people don't get that. People don't don't understand. They see you and they think that everything is okay because, you know, you speaking to them in the way you talk to them in the way you smile sometimes or whatever. They think everything is all hooking up, but they don't really know what you're going through. You know? And then sometimes when you try to talk to some people, they don't, you know, they don't get it because they look at, oh, man, you know, you'll be all right. Yeah, you know, yeah, you'll be okay. And then you sit there looking at them like, they don't get it. And so what happens is you just shut off. You don't say nothing else to them. And next time you don't talk nothing to them. They say, hey, how you doing? I say, I'm good, man. What's going on? And you just move on. Because you have come to the realization that they don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. They they haven't been able to put apples to apples. <laughs> you know? And oranges is oranges. And realize that, hey, you know, this thing coming out right. You know, something ain't right here. You know, but my brothers and sisters, that's just basically what I wanted to uh, bring forth in um, before coming forth with the messages. I, I just wanted to touch on that and, and just say to you, don't don't get yourself caught up thinking that you alone. You're not. I know, I, you know, I don't know what anybody has going on in their lives. I don't know your 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 life makeup. I don't know meaning that I don't know who your family is, I don't know how you live your life, I, I don't know anything in, 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 in aspects to that, I don't know, but I do know this, you're called forth as a disciple of Christ for the glorifying of that of thy heavenly father, our God, and you're already marked because you're a child of God, you're already marked to have hardness or heaviness or burden come on you. You're already marked, okay? And you become even more marked when your calling is made aware unto you and you embrace it. The devil comes after you even more. And once you have an understanding of that, and then also have an understanding that you're not alone. And when I say not alone, I don't mean just the fact of that you're not the only brother and sister in the body of Christ that's going through uh, sufferings or, or oppression, you know, or things like that, but also that you are not alone separated from that of Christ, separated from that of thy heavenly father, because as Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, as the son is in the father, the father is in the son. And as we're in the son, guess what? We're in the father and the father is in us also. So we're not alone. And once we have that understanding, once we allow our minds to be set like that, no matter what we're dealing or going through, we're going to be able to stand strong. You feel what I'm saying? We're going to be able to, to, to face it and get through it because we understand that we're not alone. And we're not the only ones that's going through that. Amen? Heavenly Father, I, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for all things that are blessed unto thee. That has allowed me to be able to get this far in life. That has allowed me to be able to do things that I have been able to do for that of your kingdom. And the things that are coming forth yet for me to do. That is on another of my assignment. And I thank you for the ability to be able to do these podcasts every week. And I'm just thankful and honored to be able to be a messenger of that of your word. Or that of your encouraging word. 
And I just pray that those who listen, no matter when it is they listen, or no matter where it is that they are when they listen, no matter what's going on in their lives when they are listening, that they will receive what they need to receive. That they will have the knowledge of that of you instilled in them as they're being encouraged and as they're being motivated and as they're being refueled so that they'll be able to do what it is that is needed of them concerning their assignment for your kingdom. It is true, it is true that times are hard and it seems to be getting hard. It seems that uncertainty is becoming to is be, is beginning to become more uncertain. But that's this world. That's not your kingdom. We do not serve an uncertain God. Your word does not go forth and come back unto you void. This we know. So Father God, I thank you for all that is given and nourishing unto us. In the moments and you know, along the journey that we would take up in life. And that we can have an understanding that we're not alone in what we are we're dealing with, what we're facing and what we will have to face. Not just in that of the body of Christ, but knowing under that of the coverance, knowing under that of the markness of that of Christ, of that of Jesus' blood, that he is with us and that you are with us and you will not allow more upon us than what we can bear. So Heavenly Father, I am thankful for that of your presence and that of your guidance and all that which is of goodness and wholesomeness and that of the presence of your spirit in my life and the life of my brothers and sisters. And I pray that those who may not understand this yet, that they will begin to have an understanding and they will begin to walk in such a way. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. To the elders and the flock, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's suffering, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be. Not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being example to the flock. And when the chef shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to the elders. All of you clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. Because... God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, stand firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of 
sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Now, my brothers and sisters, as I was saying earlier, let us stand strong. It's, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and bring forth this word and read the scripture and act like there's nothing wrong in the world. You know, act like that. there's none of us going through any hardships. You know, act like there's none of us who have come close to throwing in the towel, you know, throwing in our souls. And, and acting like there hasn't been some of us who have already done that. We've had men and women of God throw their towels and throw their souls in and, and, and walk away. Walk away from churches, walk away from congregations, walk away from men. They walked away. They have some who have taken up some ungodly things. But my brothers and sisters, that's why I'm saying life is real. It's no joke out here. You feel what I'm saying? This, The devil will... will the word says that we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but capacities. You know, we're fighting against spiritual beings, the spiritual realm. Now, some of us will say, yeah, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't believe that to be true. That's, that's, you know, that's a bunch of hogwash. That's, you know, that's this, that's that, that whatever, that's the other. Well, if you haven't gotten to that point in your life where you can take it in and really see for yourself, then I, I, I have this one thing to say to you. Keep living. Keep living. You will, you will eventually get it. And my prayers are that it won't be too late. You know, and I say this, what do you have to lose? You feel me? What do you have to lose? You know, to live your life right. What do you have to lose? And I'm not going to, you know, I don't sit here making it out to be easy. Because it's not, it's not always easy. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And, and I'm sure anybody can contest it. It's not always easy to walk upright. To be a, a, a disciple of Christ. To, be, to, to walk in honoring of that. Of what is placed on us as children of God to truly shine and display the likeness of God of which we are all created. You feel what I'm saying? It's not all it's not always easy. But my brothers and sisters, I'm gonna say this to you. Try. At least put forth the effort. Try. Don't give up just because one thing happened in your life and you say, you know what, man, I ain't. I ain't about this Christian life. I ain't about this, you know, I ain't about, I ain't about this cross life. I'm, I'm going to have to just lay my cross down and just, you know, I'm just going to live my life. It's going to be what it's going to be. It's that kind of mentality that, that, that causes you to lose out. It's that action of throwing in the towel. In other words, throwing in your soul. That causes you to lose out. Grasp your mind around the fact that life is real. Also, grasp, grasp your mind around the fact that 
Things are going to happen. Okay? But if you put your life in that crisis hand, you get what I'm saying? The word says that we were we were crucified on the cross with him. But then when we, we he rose, guess what? We're there. We're alive. Because Christ is alive in us. So, it's not saying that you can go and jump yourself out in front of a bus and that and that gonna happen. No, don't get don't don't do that. Don't do that. But what it's saying is that we have released the oldness of that of ourselves. When we accepted the Lord Christ into our lives and we confess that He is our Lord and Savior, we have been reborn. We are new creatures. We are no longer the old. You feel what I'm saying? We the oh, we have we, you know all that has died away, you know, on the cross of Jesus. And when He was resurrected, when He rose on that third day, the new life of which we're living now, we live in that of Him because He lives in us. So, my brothers and sisters, that is not to say that we won't have some problems. That is not to say that we won't have some life issues banging us around from time to time. But when you understand that the Lord our Savior has already conquered the world. And that these are things that we're going to deal with. We're going to go through these anyway. He said that. You're going to have trials and tribulations. But have no fear. Don't be dismayed in your head of your heart. Because I have already conquered the world see he gave us a warning but then with that warning he gave us a promise he he gave us a comfort of saying that hey yeah you're gonna have some trials and tribulations but guess what don't worry about that i've already conquered the world you know you're good you are already victorious because i'm victorious and whenever i'm victorious you're victorious so that means, my brothers and sisters, no matter what situation you're facing, no matter what challenges, you are already victorious. The war ain't even begun. You, you haven't even begun the fight. And you're victorious. And what, 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 what you need to do now is need to stop looking at everything in that of the carnalness of discerning. And start looking at things in that of the spiritual discerning. Because I'm telling you right now, when you start looking at things in that of the spiritual discerning, you're going to see Christ is going to be laid by like, <laughs> what's going on? I got you. See, I told you I got you. He's sitting there with a sign saying, hey, you are victorious. You're more than a conqueror. So why are you sitting back with your head on, you know, laid down on your arms all, you know, worried and, 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 and stressed out? About what? For what? These things are going to come and they shall come and they shall pass. When Christ was walking and doing, carrying out that of his assignment, he told his disciples different things. He said, you know, this is to be. That is to be. This must come into place. Because such and such and such. He said those things. Because see he knew that this had to happen in order for this to happen. He knew that this had to happen in order for this to come. He knew that all those things that happened leading up to him being crucified on the cross had to be. It had to be. It had to take place that way. So the same way that you're living out your life. And the things that you're dealing with. They're going to happen. 
Now, yeah, you know, I know some of you saying, well, no, you know, we do have uh, free will and we, you know, we have choice and we can, we can avoid some things happening. Now, yes, we can. Yes, we do have free will and we do have authority in that free will to make decisions that will be yay, nay, yeah, I will take of it, yeah, I won't take of it. We, we do have that. We do. But I'm not necessarily talking about that part. I'm talking about things that are just set in life to take place in your life. Concerning your life. Okay. So. Brothers and sisters. Don't don't get. Don't don't allow the devil to play with your mind. And get you to thinking that you all alone. That you ain't got nobody with you. It may seem that. In the physicalness of that. And what I mean by in the physicalness of that, it may seem that as you look around, there is nobody standing with you. Meaning that, oh, your family has turned away from you. You know, your, your brothers, your sisters have turned away from you. You know, your mom or your dad has turned away from you. Your, your, your mom, uh, God bless their soul, may have passed on or, or your dad may have passed on or your dad was never in your life. And so you felt like, you know, it felt abandoned, felt like he didn't want you or, or different things like that. Or, you know, you got a nephew or you got a cousin that you grew up with and all of a sudden now they don't turn the way, you know, they don't, you know, they don't went on and live their life. So you think that now they not, they don't care or whatever. I'm not talking about the carnalness of what you see with the carnalness, with the discerning of that of your physical I'm talking about the spiritual. You feel me, my brothers and sisters? And that of Christ, those who you fellowship with doing service are going through some of the same things you're going through. They may not display it. They may not talk about it. There may not be no conversations about it. There may not be no displays about it. But guess what? They're going through. You get what I'm saying? And that's not me speaking anything negative on nobody's life. But true be told. In some kind of way. Some type of form or whatever. They're going through something. They're dealing with something. And it may not be similar to what you're dealing with. But it's going to be. You know it may not be exact. But it's going to be similar in some ways. Amen. So my brothers and sisters. My God what the word says. What the word says. The word is getting us, is, is is trying to get us to be in a mindset of, to understand that, yeah, we're going to go through some things. And see, the, the, the word is telling us, it says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty, under God's mighty hand, that we may lift, that he, let me slow down because I'm getting excited, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety. On him. Now hold on. Did that just say cast all your anxiety on him? That means let it go. Did I just say that earlier? Bring it to the cross. Bring it to the. Bring it to the altar. And let it go. You pray about it. Why you keep turning around picking that thing up? Cast all your anxiety on him. Because he cares for you. He cares. <laughs> he cares. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. And resisting him. See, I'm trying to tell you he's playing with your mind. Or at least he's trying to play with your mind. 
try to get you to think that you're all alone, okay? Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore. Now, he's going to do that himself. Restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Okay, my brothers and sisters, that, that notification is just letting me know. That's a reminder. Let me know that we're at that point in the podcast show that it's time for the spiritual food for thought. Um, the spiritual food for thought for this week is... Thank you, Jesus. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Once again, this week's spiritual food for thought. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Some of all parts of this week's message is quoted from 1 Peter 5, and that's 1 through 11 in the NIV. Once again, some of all parts of this week's message is quoted from 1 Peter 5, 1 through 11, and that's in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can go over to Facebook, um, look for us as Encouragement Daily Blog. We're also on IG as Encouragement Daily's blog, Timber as Encouragement Daily, and then also Twitter as Encouragement Daily blog. The platform on which we bring forth the weekly podcast is hosted by Anchor.fm. You can go over to Anchor.fm, search for us as Encouragement Daily podcast, and you know, go ahead and uh, sign yourself up, get yourself situated there. You know, it's totally free to do so, so that you are subscribed to this podcast, and then also you will get uh, weekly notifications when there's a new episode available, amen? And by doing so, you are helping yourself, amen, and supporting the podcast also, but mostly and most of all, you are receiving what you need to stay encouraged, to stay motivated, to be refueled, and then also to be instilled with it knowledgeable wisdom of God. Amen. My God, thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all which has come forth today. And that of my prayers in the beginning of this podcast and opening introduction, I pray and I submit my brothers and sisters in Christ before thee, that of your throne, knowing that you will take care of them, that you're more than able to do so, as well as more than capable To not just protect them, but to provide unto them that what they need to be able to flourish and finish that of their assignments for your kingdom. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all that which you release unto thy lives. For the blessings, for that of your presence in 
being in the presence of that of your counseling. And I thank you, Heavenly Father. My God, for your comfort. Thank you. My brothers and sisters, um, also I would like to mention one more thing. Uh, if you need to get in contact with me, if you just want to share something with me, or if you have a question for me, or if you you know have some events coming up and you want to invite me, or you just want to make me aware of that, you know, there's some things coming up uh, that you feel I might be interested in attending, you can reach out to me via email. And that email is encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. Once again, that's encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. And I just ask only two things of you that in reaching out to me through this email, that number one, please, please, please do not send me anything that is not of godly content and does not pertain to the show. If it's not of godly content, if it's not of encouragement and that of his words, if it's not in that of motivationalness, if it's not that of refueling and that of the strength of Christ, if it's not that of his knowledge that is instilled in us. My God, I ask of you, do not send that to me because I will destroy it and then I will block you. Okay. Um, secondly. If you have emailed me or, you know, you have intentions to email me, I ask of you, if you're emailing me something that requires me to respond to you, I ask that you be patient um, and allow me the time to respond because I do have multiple emails and I am the only one that checks and read those emails. So meaning that I may not come across your email right away within the same day that you sent it or within a few hours or minutes that you sent it that I can respond. Uh, it may be a day, maybe two days, maybe three days. Uh, it could possibly be more, but I pray that it does not be more. If you feel that I have overlooked your email and have not given you a response, I ask that you would kindly, with humbleness, Send me a reminder email uh, with regards to what your previous email was concerning. And, you know, I will get to that email and I will respond unto you. But if you have sent something to me, say, for instance, yesterday, or you emailed me this morning and I haven't responded back, don't be dismayed. And don't be upset with me. Don't be angry. Oh, you know, he talk all this, but he don't, you know, he don't listen to his email. He don't read his emails. He don't pay attention to this, 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 and on and on. No, don't, don't, don't like something to get in that mindset because that's not the case. The case is that I have multiple email accounts and I am the only one that checks those emails. So I take time out to go through my emails. And um, sometimes I may not respond right away even though I've seen the email because I may have gotten distracted by something. Or, <clears throat> excuse me, there is uh, some information I need to gather first before responding. 
uh, it could be on multiple things, but I will do that of my utmost best to respond back to you upon, you know, uh, going over your email. So with all that being said, my brothers and sisters, I thank you for your time allowed to be received of this week's message. And I pray that it's been a blessing unto you and allowed you to be able to continue on and be able to stand steadfast in that of faith and, and what's going on in your life currently right now. Amen. <clears throat> and I pray that the remainder of your day will be blessful, that you will continue to be in that of utmost strength and health, and that you will continue to be blessed with that of the refuge of safetyness of our Heavenly Father upon your life, and that <clears throat> the rest of the week would be more of the same in that of the Lord. And until next time, we come together for this receiveth of encouraging word. May the blessedness of our Lord and Savior, Heavenly Father, be with you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.